Welcome to the Pilot Podcast, where we watch the pilot episodes of TV shows and recap other shows to answer your question, should I watch this? I'm your host, BJ, along with my co-host, Me Too, and this week we're checking out the new crime drama, The Rookie. So stay tuned to the end to see if this version of Castle holds up. Oh, did you think it was similar to Castle? His character, I think when we give him time, will be similar to Castle, but Mm -hmm. we'll see. So what happened in this first episode, Beach? So this series follows Nathan Fillion's character, John Nolan, and he is a 40-year-old man who is pursuing his lifelong dream of being a police officer. So he ends up joining the LAPD, but he is kind of the young rookie, even though he is not actually a young person. And so we're seeing him join his new partner, Talia, as well as some other rookies who are like starting out with him, Lucy and Jackson. And they also have some partners they're working with who are very interesting characters Mm -hmm. of Tim and Angela. And then we also have the really mean Sergeant Gray and then the more nice and supportive Zoe Anderson. That's Captain Zoe Anderson to you. My bad. And we're not quite sure yet what entirely motivated John Nolan to become a cop. But we do know that he survived a violent bank robbery and mm-hmm. kind of helped to save the day because of a bank manager's slightly stupid uh, choices. He is a risk taker. Yeah, he was a risk taker. He had this near-death experience. I think that his wife passed away because it looks like he was putting his wedding ring in a safety deposit box mm-hmm. in kind of a very sad way that felt like she maybe she passed. And yeah. so um, I think a couple like tragedies in a row, I, I don't know, maybe he wants to take charge and become a cop for that reason. And someone in the show actually accused him of kind of having a midlife crisis. And that's why he's now joining the police. So it could be after all this trauma, he's really trying to change things up as much as possible. Oh, yeah. Sergeant Gray took him aside on day one and said, I wrote this down. I hate what you represent, which is <laughs> such a deep insult. But from Sergeant Gray's perspective, it was that he was scared Officer Nolan or John Nolan's John Nolan was going to be dangerous for his fellow cops because he's, you know, someone having a midlife crisis and wanting to enter something new and exciting. But for me as a viewer, I felt more scared for just citizens. Like, I, I, I don't want anyone, any sort of, vigilante and i know that there's like some screening for police that could probably be better but i don't want any old person who's like super interested who like i don't know i don't want a midlife crisis cop being my cop i agree and it's frustrating because as you might guess listeners john nolan is the main character and in this world as in new amsterdam he is always right and going to succeed even if he does it in a weird, dangerous, unpredictable way. And when he makes a mistake, you feel really sorry for him. And I get it. I get that I need to suspend my disbelief for this show. But I feel similarly to when you and I watched the Charmed premiere a couple nights ago. I -hmm. tend to use television as an escape. And I don't want to be reminded that there are potentially inexperienced police out there. There are police that hold... Uh, like Bradford, some really negative prejudices about people. I need Mm -hmm. like, at least if this is going to be a cop show, if they're going to discuss these heavy issues, if they're going to have some level of vigilantism from Nolan, 
if they're going to have all this stuff, then deal with it responsibly or go full SVU, you know, like the hero gets the bad guy. You know what I'm saying? Like there's no real discussion of like (laughs) the terrible police oversight that happens on that show, you know? Yeah, instead of going over the top, these cops are basically superheroes. Mm -hmm. They're kind of going over the top. These are all the worst qualities you can think of in cops. Yes. But then like nothing more to the narrative to kind of make you feel better about seeing like a racist offensive Bradford or Jackson just finding extra charges for people. It's a little disappointing. I didn't like that. Okay, so we can start talking about the backgrounds of everyone really quickly. Or I'll talk about the pairings. So we have Bradford, who's this uh, cop who BJ and I just kept calling racist cop because we couldn't remember his name for a while. Because he (laughs) like verbally attacked some Latino people and said that they were the reason they make other immigrants look bad. Whatever. Like basically making them represent an entire group of people. He's paired with Chen, who is John's, spoiler alert, secret love interest slash Mm -hmm. uh, a rookie cop. Um, John himself is paired with Bishop, Talia Bishop, who was recently promoted to a senior rookie level, and she wants to be uh, chief of police one day. So she's super ambitious. And then Mm -hmm. we have the pairing of uh, Officer Jackson West, and Officer Lopez. Officer Lopez mm-hmm. is also super ambitious, Angela Lopez. And so she and Bishop kind of have a thing, and Bradford is exploiting that. And then Jackson West's father is some kind of head at internal affairs, which Bradford didn't like. Yeah, so basically he's like, they're concerned about nepotism for him. So when I was a child and watching SVU and like other cop shows, I used to hate internal affairs because the way they were always positioned in shows and in movies is like they're getting in the way of the police doing their work. And sure, they have to be obstructionist, but the entire notion of internal affairs is to investigate police like overreach, police misconduct, like investigate cases. And in a lot of cases, internal affairs does it's not even it doesn't go far enough it doesn't even like start at the starting line to get to the finish line of a proper investigation but we're meant to hate it and so Mm -hmm. when bradford learns that jackson's father is head of internal affairs he automatically marks him as unlikable and then jackson himself when he and lopez come in on two people who broke into a house to because what did what did they say? Like, it's their fetish to break into houses and sleep with each other. Yeah, I think they just like sleeping each other in weird places because they also do it in the cop car. Yeah, after they were arrested. And Jackson trumped up their charges because Lopez was like, uh, you know, we can't charge them with much. Like, all we can do is trespassing because technically they haven't, like, stolen anything. So it's just trespassing, which I, I guess is a misdemeanor. And Jackson was like, well, they took a shower. So... They sold water. Think about how much you pay. Water bills are nothing. And she might have stolen some shampoo. Sure. Some body wash. Sure. So what is that? What does that all amount to? Maybe that towel she wore wasn't hers. So we're rounding up to $4 of shampoo and water. And that's like generous. I'm thinking top Yeah, that's a lot of shampoo. (laughs) Yeah, that's like top shelf shampoo and conditioner. Yeah, it's absurd. But we both admitted this woman was very clever. Oh, yeah. That if you break into a home and Mm -hmm. the cops come, 
hop into the shower and be like, oh, officers, what are you doing at my home where I am bathing? The first thing she said was, I didn't call any cops and you bought it. I immediately was like, that's genius. (laughs) Yeah. That's the move. And then, but it's because we also saw another person. So I was like, that's the real criminal. Mm -hmm. But they were working together. I knew it was both of them. That's that's how you do it. You have to look, you have to act and look like you belong. It almost worked in there. It almost worked. I think had her friend not tried to escape at the back window, (laughs) had she been at the door too, or just like quietly in the house while the woman was calmly like, oh, I didn't call any cops. Yeah. They for sure would have gotten away with it. Yeah. If the other girl just chilled on the bed, Mm -hmm. they would have been fine. Yes. You gotta stay calm. Yes. But Nolan never stays calm. No. Running was a big theme of this show. My man's was running everywhere in this pilot episode. Yes. And there's one uh, case where they were trying to find... Some dude did not remember where he parked his car with his infant son locked in this car on a hot day. Well, the guy was experiencing a mental health crisis. Yes. There's a lot to unpack there. Yes. But yes, then yes. John Nolan had to just run around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we always complain about body cam footage never being available when we yes. really want to see what happened at the scene, yes. scene of the crime. But here, they're just using it for their amusement, watching John Nolan get stuck in a fence. Yes. Everybody got a body cam when it come to funny videos. And then, but yeah, the body cams became a little bit of a punchline, which was interesting. Although there was one moment where Bradford turned his body cam off so he right? could be racist or so he could say racist things. And then he cut that thing right back on. And that was an unfortunately like realistic because, you know, and all of these, not to get too dark on this show, but like a lot of times cops will be like, oh, the footage was like corrupted or whatever. Like mm-hmm. you'll hear that a lot or, you know, we won't release it or, you know, we don't have it or the, the body cam broke or whatever it is. And so in that moment, it was like a fairly realistic thing to show him turning it off to say those things. But then... We didn't really investigate that. And what really frustrated me about it is for the end of the episode, they really tried to humanize him to the point where you felt sorry for him. And I do feel sorry. You find out he goes to Hayes' rookie Chen, whom he calls Boot, but it sometimes sounds like Boo. And mm-hmm. he goes to Hayes' Chen and he was like, you need to arrest that random drug dealer. She doesn't even know why she's arresting him, but she arrests him because that's like, what Bradford wants her to do. And fight The guy's violent, so that's yeah. the point of the uh, arrest. So the guy starts beating up Chen. Officer Bradford doesn't help because it's her hazing. And then all of a sudden, this woman pops out and is like, let him go once Chen is able to subdue and handcuff him. And Bradford is clearly like emotional. She asks him for money. He gives it to her. She runs off. And Chen goes, who is that? And he says, after telling Chen to let go of the drug dealer guy, he says, that's either my wife or my ex-wife mm-hmm. and he like tears up for a second and she's like i won't tell anyone and he's like you better not and i i hope they're not gonna try to humanize him too much i get that racists are people too but i i mm-hmm. won't ever feel sorry for him yeah i didn't feel sorry for him i feel nothing for him they also tried to get sympathy for him when he gets shot later in the episode i felt nothing i felt it, in the way that I genuinely want every single human being to go unshot 
Like, (laughs) that's a general belief that I hold. Like, I hope nobody gets shot again. So that's like that general empathy I feel for humans. That's what I Mm. felt for him. But nothing more than that. Yeah. It was like, oh, bummer. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was more like you were the first one to get shot. Really? Yeah. Because he's very cocky. So it was surprising to see him to be the one who went down first. And then he was still kind of a jerk because Chen checked on him for a second and he was like, get out there. Don't look at me. And I was like, girl, don't waste your time on him. Yeah. And John and Nolan was like, are you okay? And he was like, "Uh, I just got a shot, dude. Keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> like, leave me alone. <laughs> Side note, I hate when people are like, are you okay? When someone is clearly miserable. <laughs> Like, you know you don't want to sit down and learn what is going on, like wrong in their lives so why would you introduce the question and force them to be like like i'm fine i'm fine it's fine it's fine and then you're like okay i gotta go yeah sounds good i'm not gonna not go to this lunch so. yeah i'm glad you said you're okay because that's all i needed that's that verbal <laughs> indication that goes against everything else your body is doing Okay, I have a tough question for you. Don't ask me which one I like the most because I can't name that, but I can tell you which one I like the least, and it's Bradford. Neither of those <laughs> are going to be my question. Okay. <laughs> my question is, if you had to partner up with one of these six cops, who would you partner with? Bishop. Okay. She's about her business. Mm-hmm. She is very ambitious. She hopefully won't make any mistakes that risk my life but i would have mm. to walk watch my background her like but i i i don't believe in oversharing with coworkers anyway i mean in this case maybe you have to build some level of rapport and trust with your partner but um i know that i would have to watch my back a little bit because she is very ambitious yeah she's by the rules you have to keep up to her standards yeah because she's not gonna wait for you which is good i like that yeah what about you um i would not be a cop <laughs> I didn't know that was an option. You know I would have said. <sighs> yeah, I would never want to be a police officer. Do you think we're going to get more of a story behind this Chen Nolan thing? Mm-hmm. Like, do you think, so they're romantically involved and, and Bishop took Chen aside and honestly, like very generously was like, girl, you need to break up with him because that's not smart for you. But did Nolan and Chen meet during like training or? I'm assuming they met while they were training before they started these positions. Mm -hmm. I think we will maybe get more about their history, how they got together, because I don't see Chin breaking up with him in the next episode or so. Yeah. That'll develop a bit more. Maybe Bishop will put some more pressure on Chin if she sees some more behavior in the workplace environment. I hope we see uh, more of Lopez, too, because I think she was, <laughs> we, at first, <laughs> we were confusing characters a ton, and then we just totally forgot Lopez existed until the end where I was like, oh my gosh, that's her again. Okay, she did exist, because yeah. I, I like thought she was a character, and then I was like, maybe she wasn't. In any case, I hope we see more of her, because I think she had a a more compelling backstory than like any of the other characters. And that wasn't explored. Yeah. Um, she got little screen time relative to the others. Yes. Cause you and I were both saying that 
I don't know if this is a spoiler alert for our review, but we didn't really feel connected with any single character. Nope. But just in thinking now through the officers with you, I realized Lopez was the most interesting and I might like her if I had known her past like three minutes of screen time in an hour long show. Mm, I don't know. I still don't really like her. Fair. But we didn't get as much time with her as the other cops. I think that she might have a bit of an attitude problem or like a temper, but that could be her like competitive, ambitious side just coming across poorly. Yeah, because Bradford, I don't know if he was pitting Lopez and Bishop against each other, but he was saying that, you know, you two are the most ambitious here. Mm -hmm. And um, Lopez resents Bishop because Bishop wants to keep being promoted to detective and beyond for to eventually reach chief of police. Whereas Lopez just like loves the work because of like the work. She's just passionate about being an officer and uh, protect whatever. So yeah, I'm curious about that dynamic. What drove her? I think she's the one that said she had like a ton of siblings growing up or something like a ton of brothers. I miss that detail. (laughs) <laughs> so, <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe we'll see what led her to this point. I think of the partnerships, the most potentially interesting one could have been be- between her and Jackson. And we just Jackson didn't is see so that. wimpy. Yeah, but him being wimpy and Lopez being tough, I feel like there's opportunity for very this is usy emotional content with like an inspirational content with like her toughening him up, but him showing her that there's like a point to humanity and. You know, typical like gendered roles of of interaction. I guess I prefer the Nolan Bishop, the like goofy humorous with the straight edge, Mm. follow all the rules type character. Like Richard Castle and Kate Beckett. It's a very classic combination of the funny guy and the straight man. Yes. So I think I like that classic combo better, even though I don't like any of the cops. (laughs) Usually it's a funny guy and a straight woman though on take two they subvert that okay um any other thoughts are you ready to rate it i am ready to hear your rating i love nathan fillion yes Uh, i love him on big mouth he's been a surprising addition to that show that is very appreciated Mm -hmm. i love firefly Mm -hmm. i love castle yes you do and i love when he guest stars on things i love his voice i love his hair great i just am not sure I will watch this show again. And it hurts to say, and I'm trying to say it quietly so the mic doesn't pick it up. I'm watching the little like up and downs. I it's just, picking up every word. <laughs> I just don't know if I'll watch this again. Uh, Beach, what's your rating? I just didn't care about, th- I, 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 I just didn't care about the characters that much. I think that's a valid point. So your rating is would never watch this show ever again. No, it's just would not watch. It's not that harsh. But I just feel like we already talked about this, but you either go like responsible show that shows like the dangers of vigilantism and overreach and like you explore that or you go full like cop show where you do all the antics that y'all are doing, but you're always heroes and it just feels good to watch. And they're in this weird middle that I'm not into. And you just hate this show. No, I don't hate it. And maybe they'll pick it up later. Okay, Beach, what's yours? My rating is also would not watch. Mm-hmm. I think I was kind of deceived by the premise of this show. 
In that, just a funny word. It was titled The Rookie. They really set it up as John Nolan is this older guy who's starting out his career in the police department where everyone else is either more senior by his age or they're just younger just starting. And I really thought they were going to play up the ageism aspect, Mm -hmm. but it really didn't play a role in this pilot episode. Mm -hmm. And I thought that would be a central theme. So I was kind of taken aback when it was more about three different partner, rookie cop partner pairings, and just kind of them, you know, solving the several cases of the week. So I think I went in this with with expectations that were not met solely based on the premise that the title of the rookie and all the like premises that were put out before the show aired the trailers Mm -hmm. yeah but i think if you like crime dramas police procedurals here's another one this one doesn't (laughs) stand out because i don't think the way the cops are shown like you said there's two extremes that make comfortable viewing experiences. Yes. And this is in that gray area, which is uncomfortable to watch. Yes. And not uncomfortable in that good way that challenges you and forces you to sit in like whatever beliefs and thoughts. No, it's Mm -hmm. just like literally, I don't want to see someone turn off their cam to be racist. And then that's like not discussed again as a plot point. Yeah. So neither of us would watch this again but there are plenty of other shows that you guys can watch and you can find our opinions on those at thepilotpodcast.com and you can find more episodes on itunes google play stitcher radio and spotify and please leave us a five-star review thank you you can follow us on twitter and on Instagram at The Pilot Pod, you can like us on Facebook at The Pilot Podcast. You can send us your thoughts, feelings on shows we should review, shows that we should recap because we're considering that, meal prep recipes, cool new fitness classes you're taking. I just tried a couple today that were awesome to ask the pilot podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.